Hello everyone. Sorry, we are two minutes late. Hello. We were looking for better angles because you know you need good angles. So this is Binati Shade here, and we have. I mean, this side we have. Come on, introduce yourself. Yes, good. So uh, before uh, we go into this, kind of tell us what you do, Sudeshna, so people have some context. So. I am a writer. I specialize in website copy and information architecture. Other than that, I also do sales copies and video scripts. I see. And uh, the Game of Thrones memes suddenly come to my mind where people uh, introduce Daenerys and uh, the people from the North are like, this is King of the North. So my introduction is I write. That's what I do. So, yes, yes, that happens quite a lot actually. Or uh, and that generally happens when you are in awkward social situations. I write. What do you write? Explain yourself. So like I am not in yeah. the mental state to answer this extremely loaded question, which is going to actually take three hours to answer. So I will just give yeah. you the TLDR, which is my writer here. Oh yeah. Yes. So without further uh, further ado, let's just directly go into what we plan to talk about, which is what is the point? Why do we actually write? Why do we become writers? So do you want to get the ball rolling? I think personally, there are two types of writers. One who are primarily focused on letting their emotions and that energy out. And then there are the second kind who want effortless money who do not want to you know put in the real effort uh put in the real effort as in read uh try to find different ways of analyzing the storytelling aspects and when that doesn't happen they come to the former type to get their shit done and probably that's the biggest reason we are having this live in the first place we have all cleaned up someone's mess Yes, exactly. Like that, that is it. We, we are so tired of cleaning up other people's messes. We were like, oh my God, someone has to do something because the amount of time clients approach me more because we are on LinkedIn. Let's just talk about why LinkedIn. They approach us by saying, I got so-and-so to do my copy and uh, it's not working. Help us fix it. And because they have invested money in that person, they want it fixed, not you know, written from scratch, Properly. which is oh my god, which is such a struggle on so many levels. Mm -hmm. So it, it was decided we're gonna start with the most basic question, which a lot of people unfortunately don't really answer, which is why do you write? You know, why exactly yeah. is it that you got into writing? Yeah, and when that doesn't happen. You don't have the intrinsic motivation. At some point, you'll get bored. Are leads are this is not happening for me. That is not happening for me. I'm not getting quality opportunities where I can shine. And when you start getting into that zone, you start attracting more, you know, people who are like into this per word, uh, you know, payment model. They don't look at the you know, the critical aspects that, you know, you capitalize on. And that's the reason, you know, we are suffering so much and the creative industry is suffering so much. 
I mean, I couldn't disagree even if I want to, because uh, every time uh, again I have I literally have to have uh, two different payment models, which is the actual kind that I charge on the likes of Fiverr and such, yeah. and uh, mm -hmm. the kind that I have to respond to in emails or via mm -hmm. direct messaging and stuff like that, where the per per word model works because apparently that's the norm. I've had so yeah. many people tell me everyone else is charging per word. So you have to give me per word rate as well. And yes. it's 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 uh, unfortunate, uh, but I have given in. I have caved. Even yeah. if I didn't want to, I did. I yeah. caved because at the end of the day, you end up losing leads because of this behavior, right? Yes. And you You make the difficult choice, which is should I have a job? Or should I compromise on my professional integrity? And unfortunately, yeah. the integrity is what gets compromised on the spot. Yes, so, yes. And I mean, and I have had people tell me like, why do you want to charge per hour for copy editing and proofreading tasks? And I go like, dude, you guys don't understand the difference between copy editing and proofreading. If I end up paraphrasing every damn sentence, I'm going to be at it way longer than anything. So if your document is perfect, this is going to take me like half an hour and pay me for half an hour. That's okay. But if you want everything to be here, so if you, that takes time and time is something that we don't have a lot of, right? So I mean, exactly. Cause half of the time writing is uh, like, like, not to brag, but like, see, this is this is the amount. Uh, I I am still figuring out camera angles. This is the amount of research that has gone into one piece that I've been mm. working on for like I think three weeks. And uh, to explain this to people in context, which is uh, creating original content is not a joke. You can't just take three articles, chipka mm. it rewrite it and make a fourth article and say this is original content like no you just did english rewriting and uh, when rewriting is packaged as writing that is when you know the water exactly muddy. yes and a lot of people don't understand that plagiarism is of again two types one is where you are taking every damn piece of information that is out there putting it together and writing it in your own words to avoid getting caught by copyscape. And then there is something called as conceptual plagiarism, like someone has already come up with a goddamn concept. You're taking that concept, adapting it to your needs, and you're just, you know, adding a different call to action. Exactly. So essentially, essentially, they are just paying for that goddamn call to action. They are not paying for anything else. So that's, yeah. that's something that's definitely wrong. Yeah. And also this has very big SEO prominence as in, if you look at the link building strategies, they do, they, they Google prefers original content. So if you have posted yeah. something original, you'll, someone will cross reference it to you. And you know, and this person. And your, your work would be ageless. You don't have to yes. go back and update thousands of times. Every time hmm. Google does an algorithm update. Yeah, and, so, and I think I told you about the featured snippets. You did. 
Yeah. Yes. I mean, mention that to the people who are listening because so I've seen when, comments to everyone, and uh, I hope I'm not feeble anymore in terms of my voice. And uh, someone has I said, can't "Why do you comment?" Uh, I mean, I yeah. can because I have the broadcast seal. Uh, someone mm-hmm. has uh, mentioned, "Why do we write?" And they have answered, "Nowadays, we don't want to remember," which is, I mean, which is a great, uh, great Diogenes yeah. kind of a statement, right? Which is. We write yeah. because we don't want to remember. Like whoever said that, claps uh, mm. and claps for you because that was amazing. That's why we write. We want yeah. there to be a trace uh, mm. of our brand, of our of our thoughts, or whatever mm. it is. So that is that is a great point. So rather than going into SEO and mm. all of that, I think what we should yeah. do is we should actually go into why do we write. So definitely. Yeah. yeah. Why? Why do yeah. you write, Sureshna? Let people know why you write because you have done a career transition yourself. I saw my mental health degrade. I didn't write for like two, two and a half years. I didn't write for myself per se, and the job left little scope for originality, for that creative energy to be let out. And I just realized that I cannot do this when I turn fifty, sixty, even forty. I wouldn't be able to do this. without you know getting worked up so why bother exit you have ample amount of experience whatever you needed from the industry and that's about it and we all probably know the reality of pharmaceutical industry altogether so there's there's no real yeah. question about the ethics there because compromise yeah. there is just on a different level i know right it's 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 a it's a rabbit hole that we will uh, go under mm-hmm. at some point in the future once we have you know specific communities mm-hmm. where we find writers and people who are interested in knowing about mm-hmm. the nuances of these different industries because i personally mm-hmm. also write in healthcare so i know exactly what you're talking about uh, but yeah come come back to writing why was writing such an amazing thing for your mental health because I am not a big talker. I don't talk or socialize as much. The only thing, only way I could talk to myself was with words, and that's what I did. Yeah. Okay, that sounds uh, that sounds amazing, and uh, that sounds like uh, stuff that uh, a lot of writers would want to be uh, the, the, want to be in the place, you know, in in, in terms of the headspace. Yes, so that's fantastic. Thank you. Okay. Why do you write? So, so, what else? What else would you like to tell us before I go into my okay. blah blah? Because you know, I have notes. <laughs> I have notes as well, but I think I would probably start with places where, um, you know, where there is a lot of tautology that is going on. First things first, be authentic. Be if you have to try to be authentic. do you are you even being authentic in the first place i mean exactly it's like it's so immature that that is being handed out as advice ki be yourself bhai you are over 20 years old this is something you are supposed to know by default it is not something yes. someone who claims to be you know guru or consultant or whatever it has to tell you like to do sometimes like finding writing advice on internet feels like i'm sitting at sadguru ka pravachan i mean sad osho is great but 
it feels like sadguru ka pravachan in 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 the sense that there is the same thing that is repeated time and again and the yeah. same thing that is getting repeated time and again comes with a load of crap that people make up yeah, and when a load of crap up, that is good uh, in terms of semantics and quotes yes but when you try to elaborate on those um statements it's like a classic case of occam's razor according to me yes yes it is i mean it has to be right and before before you go into what occam's razor is and all that we have a great comment which is uh, we also write to get out of our frustration mm-hmm. sadness problem what we face by the society and uh, when we end up uh, with some write up we feel pretty good which is a fabulous yeah. point and yeah. uh, that that is what is referred to as historical impulse by george orwell mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so that is when you seek truth when you seek truth yeah. with yourself with society etc etc mm-hmm. so yeah whoever made that comment uh, claps to you and clicks to you thank yes. you so much for contributing uh, go back to occam's razor so essentially the rule says that everything can have the simplest explanation and because you are simplifying something that is really really vast for example why does the universe exist someone can come up with a simple example like the big bang theory but there's more to it of course and when you just pinpoint it to just one cause one phenomenon you are ignoring the rest of the world the rest of the you know topics that come with it and when you do that you are just creating this misleading illusion for the rest of the world you're contributing to the problem rather than helping answer a query yes. and that is not the reflection yeah yeah i could not agree more like no i know you when i say that which is i agree or stuff like that but you say such stuff that makes a lot of sense so people are bound to agree with it and and another thing if you want to look at the simplest way simplest uh, example of this oversimplification what you can look at is webmd or medscape they mention they have categorized every disorder that exists out there they have created a definition they have created a cause they have created a treatment field and they have you know provided generic names of the medications now anyone and everyone has access to the internet so if someone doesn't understand that you know for example you are not supposed to like for example meftal uh, plus this is a medication that women take for their periods a lot of them do not understand that if you have blood pressure you're not supposed to take nsaids which is you know which is the class of the medication in the first place this is a dire example but when you look at more consequences more deeper consequences you can look at bad journalism where you know the modern examples of um citizen journalism i believe they also you know create a lot of this miss you know there's this listicle based journalism essentially yeah and and it just creates such a bad impression i i found 
someone quoting uh, mental health issues and everything and they had mentioned the you know the prescription medications and along with it they had added reliable source of information as wikipedia and we are not talking about you know some random publication that very few people read i'm talking about a major um, you know brand out there when it comes down to news and reporting real life events so when that happens you are just encouraging this oversimplification factor time and again yeah yeah i mean hmm. it it's it's upsetting because uh, i have had inquiries like this which mm -hmm. is where they want me to link to very suspect sources because mm -hmm. uh, that is the thing that creates more links and i'm like that is precisely why my email to clients is it it could be classified as rude as i've mentioned many times because i mentioned this is stuff i don't do because mm -hmm. the kind of things that we write about for me mm -hmm. that is something that impacts people's health and people's perception of uh, certain geopolitical conflict yes so fully mislead people <laughs> that mm -hmm. is uh, very that's a very calculated decision taken in the guise of making money and i mm -hmm. think that is not why we should write uh, that is not why anybody should write yeah mm -hmm. and that's also you know falls under the alleys of you know what are your ethics and a lot of people don't understand that there are two different kinds of ethics one is professional ethics the second is personal ethics what are you okay with people doing but you wouldn't do what would you do as personal ethics what you wouldn't you know recommend but you wouldn't object to people doing either is your professional ethics so you know there's a very fine difference between the two and a lot of people find it difficult to you know sort of understand that and when they don't understand that that's where the problem just it's just beginning right it it's the beginning of the end yeah yeah it's the beginning of the end and uh, i think i think uh, i mean maybe i'm being an optimist but uh, uh, like uh, uh, have you read uh, about the french revolution i wasn't that much into history so i don't uh, know that much so about french revolution re reference and like i talk about it uh, but but mm -hmm. but like there was a period uh, during the french revolution that was referred to as enlightenment right where people believed that uh, we could change everything about society who controls it religion politics ethos Uh, everything uh, just on the basis of insert whatever person you were following at that point in time and i think to a large extent while uh, there's not a lot of violence physical violence and stuff like that happening in real life online we are seeing a version of that happen right where uh, people yeah. are people are actively engaging positively negatively neutrally uh, whatever it is uh, a sort of enlightenment period has begun and i think uh, at the end of this at the end of this what we're going to see is probably a, a decentralized platform of sorts 
you know where uh, proper information uh, accurate information or rather the distinction between uh, opinions and facts all of that is done properly and clicks and sales all that becomes slightly less relevant than it is at this point in time i mean all the platforms are doing the essentially the same thing they are they are looking forward to monetize the platform and monetize the time that people spend on their platform yeah so that's going to happen at some point anyway it began with facebook we are in the era of linkedin where you know linkedin is just you know telling us to buy premium left and right and it's it's going to you know take us to this saturation point from where ads won't be just as relevant yeah so we have a few calls a very that have come in. we uh, apologies for interrupting oh. you uh, they make a fuss without a point and people buy it somehow i mean yes nissen you are absolutely right uh, i can finally see the names so that's great uh, then uh, okay can yeah. you can you hear, hear me now because uh, i i don't really know why I did a test run and the audio seemed perfect. I mean, uh, apologies for everyone who can't hear me clearly. Uh, to Uma Garg who mentions uh, Renaissance, exactly. Yes, I was talking about the Renaissance. It came in after all that uh, fuss that people created and people successfully created. So, I mean, we could either turn into like a society that, uh, you know, kind of... Uh, monitors everything and uh, bans everything cancel culture or we could become mm-hmm. a society which is open to knowledge open to everything to be honest so it's yeah. it's like a fork in the road so to speak you can go either you can go udar up to where or you can go sidha ha or you can go sidha sidha is always there sidha is ever present then we have anna maria with uh, it all comes in waves it is a cycle it is like a revolution coming every now and then after things get tough we are the love revolutionaries i mean yes anna you you are absolutely right it is a cycle and uh, i i don't recall the name but it was mark something this is a conversation i had with someone on linkedin itself and he told me that political spectrum is round and i was like dude seriously no it's a line and then he explained to me how literally every process we see in history politics and everything else it kind of goes around this uh, chakradi circle of life <laughs> if you want this wow. don't sue us and literally if you i would need to learn about that really really soon if you if Vinati, you your video is freezing and your audio binati can you can, can you hear me i can hear you I can hear you, but your video is frozen. Oh, what about now? Let yes, me... much better. Okay, good. I mean, potato net. It rains outside, and I don't know what happens to the Wi-Fi. Like engineering point of view, rain and signals don't really have much in common, or don't really have a lot to do with it. Did you just take a screenshot? Yes. Your your screen is completely frozen right now. Okay, okay, I had on, to take a memento away from the situation, so I had to do it. Sorry. 
Are that's okay. Uh, but I can't really see you anymore. Your screen is still stuck. Okay, hold on, hold on. What about now? Am I back? Nope. Okay. I can Some still see you frozen on my screen. People, I I don't have a show stopping face. So as long as you could hear me, I think we'll be good to go. Because going, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? would be very detrimental to the discussion that we're trying to have at this point in time because uh, on Your my LinkedIn, is breaking on my linkedin i can see and hear me i don't know what's happening there's something wrong with uh, you know streamyard i guess i don't think so let's yeah you're uh, still frozen on my screen and your voice goes in and off in and off sometimes but anywho we digress <clears throat> and yeah. see guys, have you this one thing me, as long as you can hear me i think we'll be good to go i apologize for my face being uh, out of the thing i check see for me the video is visible uh, even on linkedin app it's oh. showing that my face is moving which is weird but uh, yeah uh, if you can hear me uh, that's that's all right so uh, go ahead go ahead what oh it saying? seems like i have some it seems like there's some video issue there's some network issue with me but yeah it's okay it's okay um so okay, anyways so i have to ask you this hold on hold on somebody else has mentioned this we write to earn number 1 in relaxation and satisfaction number 2 money exactly vikram gets it it's about balance you don't just go after money or you don't just go after you know uh, being a writer because if you go after money you'll be a shit writer if you go after only money you'll be a shit writer eventually if you go after only relaxation and uh, satisfaction you will have no roof over your head which is not practical so you need to strike that balance uh, find the perfect sweet spot between having good ideas good uh, knowledge about writing and uh, having you know proper marketing abilities to sell the stuff that you write you know yes so go ahead what do you say and since you are talking about selling how do you feel about the wave of content coaches and content consultations and people who are in general selling to other writers i mean i have been writing professionally for 9 years i did it for free for 4 years so mm -hmm. this was when i was volunteering to different platforms that i was uh, really passionate mm -hmm. about and this was mostly all volunteering gigs right so if there's a cause that i cared about but because i was a student who didn't have a lot of money and my parents were already paying for my education so i was like i have to find a way in which i could be you know useful just a little bit so what i did was i worked for free for four years of college for a lot of these platforms and a lot of these organizations that mm -hmm. were that you know were uh, supporting causes that were close to my heart and uh, mm -hmm. so that was four years of not paid but still writing experience and professionally in terms of getting paid as well i've been writing for 5 years 
so i have 9 years of writing experience on me in total and i do not believe still that i could teach someone how to write because uh i mean how arrogant are you to think that you are going to teach someone how to write how to think like that is your sign of ego mm-hmm. and pure sign of uh, immaturity actually where and actually yeah. sort of selfish and greedy as well because you see there are a lot of uh, people in need and uh, instead of actually helping people out you are using them mm-hmm. for money yeah and it's disgusting in my opinion yeah and, and that doesn't i find that very disgusting that's the word i would use I mean great that you have figured out a way that you know you can make your content work but if you are really that great at making your content work why did you for suddenly feel the need to you know transition to a product of sorts I mean yeah exactly uh, and and uh, this is this is like literally one of the main reasons why we had we started this conversations uh in the first place was yeah. our uh, mutual habit of uh, discussing some of the disturbing trends we are seeing emerge online where writers are only writing about freelancing like dude literally the only thing you write about is freelancing where is the other stuff where is the actual research stuff that you have written that shows your merit and your mettle as an actual writer like where is the writing you are only writing about freelancing and writing what the hell is that and i i i i really do, i i really don't get this trend in the least because if your entire usp is uh writing makes me buy shit mm-hmm. i'm like okay everyone buys shit using their salary grow up and stop misleading people you know by uh, doing this kind of messaging but unfortunately people don't see to see through it and that is why the trend multiplies because it gets views it gets engagement so other newbies the ones who are just entering they see ke if i want to get popular this is something i'll have to do even if i hate it and so they do it and they unconsciously yeah. feed into the machine yeah and so, this okay, uh, the reason i had that reaction was someone had an amazing comment which is i write because it's my work i mean yes thank you for acknowledging that it's your work and not being a poetic dum uh, dum who goes writing gives me purpose writing gives okay we get it everyone feels passion to some extent about their profession like don't turn don't turn your profession into this sacrifice that you have committed for society <laughs> you know what i mean yeah but i can't really hear you at all your voice is going a little it's it's a little unclear i mean am i audible to the audience can we get uh, a yes or hold no? on let me try out something different and uh, because has sort of an interesting point to make because this is this is this is it right this is a bitter pill to swallow 
that she has mentioned, which is, but people don't trust you as long as you help them for free. Most of them believe that paid courses are good. Uh, so uh, to that, I say, Uma, you're not uh, entirely wrong uh, in the sense that, uh, you, uh, like, uh, wrong is the wrong word on my part to use. But uh, I'm not talking about uh, paid courses per se. Uh, what I'm talking about is uh, uh, people who are guiding others into entering the writing industry without actually having any merits or metal in the writing industry, right? Okay, so Sudeshna, I think the audible issue is with you on the network end and you are frozen. So, uh, uh, potato net has happened on Sudeshna's end. But uh, does anyone in the audience have questions for me? She'll be back. She has potato net issues all the time. We are friends in real life as well. Uh, even if we haven't met in person, we became friends via LinkedIn and uh, bonded uh, over... Uh, Hold on, I'll add her to the stream. Uh, just a second. Okay, she's back. Okay, I'm back. Thank God. So, yeah, you were saying something about content coaches and content consultations that these people have to, are selling. Yeah, yeah. So, Uma had a great point, which is uh, people don't trust you as long as you give them advice for free. And people trust paid courses more. So, what do you have to say about that? I, I, I think she has an excellent point to make. Yes. Which is... Uh, you know, mm -hmm. who free advice me data. Stephen King also wrote a book. So did Orwell. Yep. So did almost every great writer uh, that we have a record of. They wrote a book about how they write instead of just shelling out writing advice. Yes. And then, in, in in that particular sense of things, you have to look at the amount of experience they have had. How mm -hmm. how how long have they you know published right published books? What is what are what are the credentials, and right. you have to see where they come from, and the points, the nature of the points they make as well, are mm -hmm. pretty damn good. I mean, the all of the information that you get in on you know old school books, they are mostly style based advice. Style based advice is something that you can give out of experience. Yeah, exactly. But you cannot just go like. Choose active voice over passive voice because it oh uses. God, yes, this advice needs to just die because active voice using short, simple sentences in active voice is something that Grammarly and Hemingway has brought into play. And it yes. is something that is not at all relevant to writing because you keep saying, I'm a dog, I'm a cat, I'm a man, I'm a hat with every single sentence. It seems like you are a little kid writing a job or uh, writing an english essay on cow <laughs> a cow has uh, two eyes a cow has four legs cow a cow eats grass like no you are supposed to frame your sentences as a writer and not as a school kid it's not about active voice or passive voice it's about sentences structure it's also about another thing it's 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 called the concept is readability but how many people know that what is readability how many algorithms exist and if it's an algorithm what are the components that determine that score grammarly yoast seo then uh, you know hemingway 
all of them use a combination of two to three different uh, algorithms in the first place. So if you do not have, you know, complete knowledge, either just scrap it or just, you know, keep following it blindly and encouraging misconceptions. Okay. Uh Miss uh, Sen, and I'm calling you Miss Sen because I don't know how to pronounce your first name. I apologize. Okay, okay, because I know there's accent that comes with Bengalis. Okay, Chunki, right? Okay, Chunki. Chunki. Uh, Chunki. It's Cha. It's okay. Cha, not Cha. See, I'm Gujarati. Hame loko Cha boli hai. That is why I was not pronouncing her name. Anyway, uh, so I'll, I'll call her Miss Sen and I'll learn her. Uh, name properly when I actually called her uh, but uh, <laughs> she says when we became writers we mm -hmm. never ever attended a course in writing. Grammarly has taken away the uh, the ability to comprehend uh, grammar and like she's right people don't actually read through their article when I say people I mean the offensive writers not, not yeah. everybody but the <laughs> writers that we, we personally despise they they don't yeah. read through the whole thing and the thing breaks you can see the lack of transition through the thing yes. because they went into an app inserted it uh, applied the suggestions given by the app which is not yeah. checking flow or anything else it is just checking grammar yes and also there is one other concept this readability algorithm itself it was an old it, it was during the times of newspapers and hefty textbooks that had like 70, 80 different, you know, 70, 80 lines in one paragraph. There it was needed. Okay, I'm sorry. Elsa is asking you to pronounce her name. Anisha. <laughs> you got I, it I, I did it. I did it. No, don't don't away my cuddle time with Filu. Please no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, let's let's uh, let's let's come back on point. Uh, there's uh, somebody else with a question this time, which is: Should we rely on paid grammar tools? If no, uh, what is the need of these tools? What do you think? These are fairly, you know, good tools to oh, understand. Pro writing aid, I found it decent, better than Grammarly. Exactly. Uh, a lot better than Grammarly, but I would have loved to use at least thousand words ka transition at least, you know, in the free version. Then I would have been at a better stage to judge the, you know, application. But other than that, I have no complaints with pro writing aid. Mm, yeah, the, the same, which is. 500 words is too little. Uh, yes. We need more to do a test run to see whether yeah. the app works or not. So, uh, it, it, so can to answer the question, uh, we mm -hmm. think that paid grammar tools are good, but only paid grammar tools are not good. And make that point that you told me about grammar practice please now, Sudeshna. Yes. So we have both been writing since the last 10 years approximately on some level or the other. And we still make it a point to practice grammar exercises. You know, all those comprehension section C, section D, section B, section A, whatever you used to call it. 
I mean, I studied in CBSE and that's how we refer to it. I We still do those exercises. Section yeah, I, B. I, I literally have an alarm in my phone, which mm. uh, reminds me that this is grammar practice time. And once mm. the reminder happens, I open English Infin and I go and mm. do some grammar exercises. Because yeah. uh, I still have the problem of uh, split infinitive. It just happens by mistake. And mm. if I don't practice... I will never be able to fix that mistake on my own. In the app, will catch the mistake to prevent uh, an embarrassment with the client. But uh, mm. our aim as writers is to reach that point where grammar checker goes zero errors. Yes, <laughs> that's that's the real goal, right? Zero. Maybe if you are naming some theorem, some person. Uh, and it's it's important. I mean, if you are not aiming to better yourself, then what what is new for you? What is new what, for you? What is new for you? Exactly, exactly. And as it is, as it is, being a freelance writer itself, you know, needs very little effort. If you ask me today, like, why is the content industry saturated? The first and foremost you know, reason it is saturated, it's because it's so simple to just pick up a laptop, have an active internet connection, and just write. Mm -hmm. You can write tucky stuff, but you can still write. Yeah. And it's it's one of the many things that is, uh, you know, that is the sad reality that we cannot change. We cannot go back and say that you have to change the criteria that you need to have something to become writer. You become a writer. So that's that's something that you cannot absolutely avoid. Okay. So I'm going to go into the comments again. Uh, mm -hmm. Someone has a question for us, which is, uh, okay, Dharmendra Yadav has a question for us. Sometimes mm -hmm. client, clients complain about writing style. Uh, he is told you don't write in Native American style. What should I do? Help me. Okay. So you are who you are. You cannot change that. Your whole style cannot change based on the client altogether. One person does. He is just one person out of billions. You cannot just go around and change everything about yourself because a client does not approve of what you do. And this is where, you know, probably the number of leads that we get also come, comes in. I mean, I hardly get four or five people who are actually invested in, the, in, in my work enough to just go ahead and say that I don't care about what you charge, but what are you going to do for me? Tell me that. And that's the point that we need to, you know, uh, read, read up more about. In marketing, they are called, there are certain people, the person that you are talking about is called an unqualified lead. Not everyone who is out there who has to offer work is going to, you know, fall in your, um, you know, fall in your alley of, you know, whatever you do, whatever you feel is the best for you. And that's that's where this comes in. I mean, you cannot please anyone and everyone. You're not biryani or you're not uh, some kofta or something. You cannot please everyone. Yeah. 
and uh, i mean what you could do is you could if you are targeting uh, just american clients because sometimes you know people have aims that i'm going to only work with so maybe that's his goal yeah. and that's his aim so what you could do is uh, you could first of all consume a lot of content written by native american writers so what he mentions when he says native american style so uh, there's there's a writer friend of mine uh, whom you know as well sudeshna jeff right yes. you could distinctly see the way jeff does humor and the way mel does humor as a brit and yes. we do humor as indians the style is yes. very different between hmm. uh, three you know hmm. three very different writers with funny bones so to yeah. see so what you could do dhamendra is you could first of all start consuming content written by native american writers uh, hmm. if you are specifically targeting american clientele uh and then you could start kind of practicing and before you start practicing uh, adjust your dictionaries because uh, mm. by default dictionaries are set to english us but mm. sometimes uh, if you have set your laptop language to english uk or english india or something like mm. that maybe that could create an issue so what you could do yeah. is you could set your language to english us and you could approach some people uh, to who write native american content to kind mm. of give actionable feedback a critical feedback matlab point mm. out what exactly is wrong and help me and that is where linkedin networking could help you definitely because, because literally i can uh, i can ask sudeshna to go through my article and tell me point out the the you know syntax mistakes so point mm. out where can make this better i could uh, approach rashmi and ask her to uh, help mm. me with fiction and she will yeah. help me with fiction i can approach uh, anna and ask her to inspire me creatively and she will inspire me creatively this is where good networking will come in play which is have good communication skills in the sense don't demand help ask for help you know so yeah what you could possibly do if you are targeting american clients and, and that's very important you know the attitude with which you approach someone if you mm-hmm. imagine if someone walked up to you at the street and just goes give me your phone i need to make a call how would you feel about it would you hand hand over your phone on the other hand maybe if they were like they explain the situation better they introduce themselves and then you know said i i am really in need of you know my phone is dead or something i need to contact someone they would hand it out to to you very openly and that's the difference that's where that's what you you know mean by a community a few friends who would not judge you but would not even hold themselves back hold the real critical feedback back and that's that's the essence of uh, talking to other people interacting with like minded people mm. so uh, we had uh, i think there was something that was uh, that was something i missed in the back let me check because there are few comments here uh, okay no we haven't missed anything uh, but we we have uh, uma making a lovely comment which is uh, they say mm-hmm. come out of your comfort zone but i think it's more about your personal style i wholeheartedly agree with this because i i keep advocating about writer's voice every time i see dipshit post about mm. get out of your comfort zone 
I'm like mm. writers. I, most writers, I think, tend to be introverts, so they're yes. not going to get out of their comfort zone. That is all. I let it go, bro. I have created. I have put in so much effort to create this comfort zone for myself. Why would I want to get out of it in the first place? Yeah, and one other thing is, uh, what I think what people try to say when they say comfort zone is bubble, hmm. bubble, get out of the bubble, not comfort zone. Comfort zone yeah. is content you have a lot of knowledge about and uh, hmm. having exact idea about what your writing style is and hmm. uh, what your unique author persona and uh, voice is, right? Yes. So. Hundred percent agree with you on this, Uma. I think I agree. Sudeshna seems to agree as Definitely. well. And uh, thank you guys for the lovely comments that have been coming in. It's keeping things interesting. Otherwise, me and Sudeshna <laughs> would have gone on the most random tangent <laughs> that would have you kind of scratch your heads, going, "Yeah, either say, either kaise baat hai." I think uh, most. Go ahead, go ahead. And that's that's what I think. Um, a lot of uh you know a lot of people don't understand writers can go from a to z and make you come back to b for some reason that just happens it just works it's part of the process okay uh, another question is uh, i'll i'll get to your question soon dharmendra but uh, we have uh, some comments from uh, elsa which is when is sudeshna reviving her blog when is binati starting her work on her first novel answer my burning questions so binati cannot talk about her first novel because she has a book agent uh, this will be talked about in private i cannot talk about it in public and uh, mm -hmm. so oh, you found yourself an agent you found yourself an agent yes huh? yes finally i mean i had to write because self publishing uh, self publishing is self publishing is good uh, but uh, at the end of the day you want, yeah you want some name publication to kind of endorse you right it gives you that uh, puffy holders going yeah you know i, I wrote this. i wrote this i can actually pose with the paperback so yeah and uh, now answer what she's uh, asked you when are you reviving your blog mm so i have a new goal after inbox 0 i have actually managed to set a new target which is to create a website in 5 days along with the graphics by myself so that's going to start sometime next week probably I next wednesday thursday hmm Oh, I will be with you on this because I also have to write, make my website, and I am not making my website. You know this better than yeah. anyone. Because from day one, you've been telling me, make a website, make a website, make a website, make a website. Experience. I, 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 I legit felt bad when I googled Binati Seth, and the first thing that comes up is an academy or your Udemy gig, an academy, right? An academy, yeah. That's the first link that shows up. I mean, I I think there were more than fifty one thousand learners there, so I will be yeah profile over chada diya. But yeah, see, I am a ghost writer. 
I am not supposed to have a footprint. So that is why you don't see a lot of my work, which is actually out there. Uh, but okay, this, but you need your place as well on the internet. No, go into it next week. We're going to you know kind of make websites together. Plan, yes, uh, conspire for LinkedIn live of all places. Anyways, uh, uh, okay, Anisha, you are uh, sorry, Anisha, you are shocked that five days next week may, but literally. Uh, I have had two books out in two months. Anything is possible if you are motivated enough, you know. And uh, in my yes. opinion, you have somebody in your life who is going, a banana, a banana, a banana, and not banana the fruit, banana the Hindi word, or uh, let us do it together, or let us collaborate, or let us do this yeah. same thing alongside each other. Uh, yep. I think it helps you get the stuff done faster. Yeah, and it, it it almost works like an accountability partner. You go like, this is done for me on my list. This is this has a tick mark. What about you? It's almost like sitting next to your roommate who is in the legit same class who has a paper with you tomorrow, and she says, "Tera syllabus khatam ho gaya. Mera syllabus khatam ho gaya. I'm doing a revision." So it has some similar impact. I know, right? So yeah, uh, it it wasn't really a question, but we indirectly answered a great question. It is what yeah. is uh, the best way to improve yourself as writers? People collaborate, collaborate yeah. with other creators, collaborate and talk. Actually, talk to other creators it doesn't have to be writers. It doesn't have to be painters. It doesn't have to be graphic designers. Collaborate with different creators. Create a diverse as hell community, which is going to open your mind up to possibilities. And they are going to say something, and you are going to go, "Oh, मेरे को भी करना है." Or I also want to do it. And uh, sort of you, you you get swept up in the combined yeah. energy of group projects. So yeah, you know, consider collaborating because that is one of the best decisions you would make as a creator. Definitely. And, uh, I mean, a lot of uh, content writing, uh, content writers, and content writing people would think it's a hmm. waste of time, so to speak. But engagement. And also, a lot, a lot of people don't know about the website copy industry. All the big brands that have the most impressive, you know, branding and digital presence whatsoever, they have copywriters who are working together. Like the most expensive minds on earth working together, and that's that's the whole thing, right? And I think that's that's where it comes down. Uh, a lot of people focus their energy when it comes down to, "Acha, theek hai, we have become writers. Let's become entrepreneurs now." So, you know, when you become an You want you want to become an entrepreneur. It doesn't necessarily, you know, mean that you you just put in you you just stop putting in the number number of active hours. You can also focus on people skills. Like I'm sure this has happened to you as well. You see, you get a lead, but there you you feel that there's something iffy about uh, a particular person, and you just go like, uh, thanks, but no thanks. I'm leaving. Bye. And yeah, 
yeah and that's 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 an entrepreneurial skill you know who can afford to pay that much who is actually serious about the task that they are handing out to you who can trust you enough to give you that creative freedom and yeah. without those things it's just empty words yeah i mean it is it is just empty words without those things yeah couldn't couldn't agree more and i think we've had uh, same person uh, give us that vibes in terms of prospective client right the same person who you were like mm, shady hai. i was like hey, yeah let's talk yeah and no. i was also like mm, shady hai. no point uh, in time no. energy and resources the biggest it. red flag to me in particular what goes out is mere ko itna 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 kuch ukhadna hai and mere paas time itna hai and mere paas budget itna hai ab tum mere ko batao sahi price kya hoga you want too much value and you are reducing the people who are actually going to put in the work this much at least be okay with investing 20 to 30% of the value that it's going to bring in that's that's a norm all of these people who are getting these investments are uh, you know left and right and there was a point in 2019 all of them were going bankrupt why they invested in swanky offices they invested in the you know costliest coffee that money can buy they were you know looking for you know iim iit graduates to come and take over the work and they were giving out macbooks like this like 10 rupees ka chips ka packet hai jo but when it actually came down to utilizing the funds the actual product success the results zero because you ate up your funds doing something that was completely wrong for you same with writers a lot of people end up buying um these grammarly premiums these lifetime licenses to certain courses um i i remember buying something of that sort um not too long ago but i think you purchased master class as well and you regretted it instantly I, so i i i think i mentioned it today that yeah 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 i do it's 15000 bucks flushed down the drain because it's very generic advice coming from very high profile people and it's uh, just about personal branding and the whole vibe right uh you know we set up this stage for you we get the camera equipment ready we have the most professional cinematographers coming in and shooting you on video and that's a different thing altogether you are you you the for the last thing that you know it the entire thing could be scripted i mean the the it seems very scripted yeah, that is that is the one thing that irked me the most which is uh, when you have uh, a brain like i personally the one of the main reasons i got it was aaron sorkin i'm a giant sorkin fan uh, sorkin yeah. isn't really a, a conventional writer he's a screen writer and yeah. uh, the dialogues that he has written for the west wing or the newsroom or studio 60 on the sunset strip they yeah. just make me go oh my god i wish we lived in sorkin's universe because his writing is yeah very idealistic and it's it's amazing mm. and uh, 
when they had someone like Sorkin doing a master class, you don't give him a script, you let Sorkin be Sorkin. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, they, they you could see they were forcing him to adhere to a script. And yeah. at some point he stopped caring. You could literally see it with the videos. And yeah, that is like, that's the thing. That's the thing. That's the thing. Uh, when we get more, you know, the kind of work where everything is just, you know, it has a framework. You don't get to break as many creative rules. Mm -hmm. And you, you constantly feel that, eh, let's just get it over with. Let's just get it over with. And that's yeah. the last thing that we want after, you know, you have that freedom that I can choose what I want to do and choose what I don't want to do. Mm. So that's yeah. that's the drill. That's the entire concept. Yeah. So should we come to our respective notes now? Or should we Ooh. still free world? How do you feel about it? Do you want to go back to the script? Because there are definitely certain things that the world needs to know. See, why do we write, right? We haven't really answered this question from a broad perspective. So that is what I meant when I said, let's, should we go through this? Yeah. Or uh, should we uh, just keep it as up? Okay, the four people who are watching, uh, should we go based on our notes? Or should we just, you know, go randomly? Uh, go as we want. I, I think we should uh, cover our notes because you had some great sure. points that you needed to make. So, yeah. go ahead, those. So, yeah, the first thing definitely comes down to um, how copywriting is different from writing. Because generally, writers who go back to, you know, copywriting instead of, um, you know, writing, content writing. What they end up doing is one, come words likhega or zada paisa kamaega. Lump sum charging, uh, you know, that, that mentality. That is the wrong way to go about it. Second, you can practice copy wherever you want, whenever you want, however you want. But that does not count as you that can that can be, you know, great personal exercises. But they do not make great um, portfolio case studies. Mm -hmm. So you you cannot just go and, you know, throw it at their face and expect to get work. You can do it personally. You can maybe put it something like, okay, this page from their you know brand deserves a revamp and if i were to do it how would i do it you can probably create those uh, you know branding and everything that is in place you can leverage that and then create something but don't go about creating the whole thing and expecting clients to just show up left and right that does not happen and, and I think I think I'll I'll make a clarification here with regards to you know uh, uh, the thing. So like okay, people, you need to be very careful about where you get your branding advice from. Because, yeah. Uh, branding uh, 
currently we are seeing this weird trend online where uh, personal branding is being uh, pers- in the name of personal branding you're seeing a lot of things done and what people fail to realize is what the, the internet is like a time capsule it is going yeah. to store that aspect about you forever so if you follow some very random but extremely clickbaity okay you will get the engagement yeah. from that advice but then that 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 thing will stick to your name even who looks you up they can find that about you right yeah and uh, all the very good companies um i cannot take names because i've said i i i am ghost writer but i've worked with a few fortune 500 companies and when you apply for them one of the first things they do is they go through your social media right this is a yeah. known fact so in the yeah. name of branding if you are doing a uh, conceptual plagiarism where reddit se utha ke post you have rewritten they will know these are not dumb people these are smart people so while you will have all the likes and comments in the world and you will have all the social media cloud that you love and need what you will not have is clients that pay you a lot of money and the client yeah, followers money. is not proportional to the number or to the amount that is in your bank account yeah so be be very careful and uh, I, I'll, go, i'll go candid here right because honesty is one thing that uh, i appreciate and uh, i endorse wholeheartedly i don't get 30 40 leads per month unlike what a lot of people claim on the platform okay yeah i hardly get 5 to 6 leads per month hardly mm. but every one of this lead is something that is legitimate in the sense that it's a client that wants to work with you after looking at the kind of work that you have put out yeah and by work i don't mean advice about freelancing and writing i mean actual writing that is showcased on the platform yeah so uh, essentially that's it like be careful uh, whose branding advice you follow and uh, mm-hmm. to quote uma here good branding advice will not be free okay yeah branding is a it's it's, it's a major massive industry all the premier branding experts will charge you per hour for consultation and stuff like that agar free mein aa raha hai to wo advice is not legitimate keep that in your head and this is just an opinion on my part but like uh, uh, i think it's 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 a valid point uh, that yeah. i have to make anyway go back to what you were talking about i was talking about ba- what, what i was essentially trying to explain is not all this shit that you see going out there you know people telling you that you need to retire by 30 it would be so amazing you would get to spend so much time with your family think about it once think about how it fits in your life think about what you are going to go do with that time i could retire tomorrow but what will be my mental state after uh, i retire uh, you know is, this is not relevant but literally in my notes one of the points is use your brain yes <laughs> that, <laughs> that's that's part of you know you know that that is the part of being an entrepreneur again going back to the same thing it's not you no know, growth growth bahut linear hota hai 
the work increases you start hiring more people and you start growing your revenue but at the same time you also forget that this lump sum will be divided by the number of people you have under you just because you get to keep the major stake you cannot just start hiring and outsourcing and doing those things but what you can definitely do is increase the quality of um, your knowledge of marketing your knowledge of how what what should be a good reason for xyz think about certain cause like uh, all the well renowned writers like uh, mac hay he talks so much about climate change sustainability things like that there is arundhati roy who is vocal about the political situation feminism social causes all of that there is um uh is that other person there are quite a few other writers who, who have a dedicated cause that they want to contribute to and that's why they keep talking about it that is their specialization you don't necessarily need to talk about writing because you are a writer use that power creatively to make a difference to the world yeah use your brain i mean happiness what does happiness mean to you think about it think about the small mundane things that life has to you know you've been taught since forever break those words down and understand what that means to you because without understand what that means to you what you are going to do is create more and more and more misconceptions and breed a level of writers who have not witnessed uh, you know the you who have not witnessed the world and they you know will feel that this is the only way to go about it and the only reason we are doing this in the first place is we want to leave behind an, an army of writers who are well equipped to deal with such people and that's that's the concept of sustainability that's you know you leave something behind for your next generation what if what is the guarantee that i won't i won't get up from this chair i won't fall and i will drop dead no guarantee this this is not no one knows so that's the that's the reason we do what we do this is the reason we are having this conversation face to face if you you know you you can choose to get offended you can choose to get offended and the only person you are going to harm is yourself because because otherwise this this no point there's no point there's no point yeah and so again coming back to the time what's the point <laughs> yeah what's the point so are you done with your notes yes there more you're done with it okay that's so that's all. now it's my notes and my notes yeah. tend to be nerdier so guys i'm sorry but it's it's my personality i can't help it okay i can't okay before i go into my notes we have a comment from uma i agree binati but i believe people should value if someone is trying to help you without expecting anything i mean blindly following on the paid xys is also not good i do believe knowledge doesn't come for free and that's why we writers charge yes 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 we yes. believe the same essentially blindly following anyone that also includes us okay that huh? also includes uh, us even if we are both friends i will not blindly follow all sudeep yeah. tells me she will not blindly follow what i tell her 
because that is it right someone tells you something you don't have to directly go are i will do this you have to go hmm, let me think and uh, this is uh, a, a advance announcement of sorts but we have a great writer that i'm going to have on live with me uh, mm-hmm. very soon i can't pronounce her name either but she's from egypt and uh, um, she is going to teach us how to think i'm legitimately not kidding because learning how to think is one thing that is missing a lot from the narrative online uh, yeah i feel because we just see and we're doing uh, it on teachers day we are announcing this on teachers day so she can be the greatest teacher for everyone i mean this is not just for writers yeah 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 she is she is going to teach us to think in the sense she is uh, an enfield scholar ooh he just how to think i think that that's the skill so uh, essentially yeah any kind of coming to the point blindly following anything that is something i never endorse paid or free but yes uh, we should listen to and watch everything which is uh, one of my points uma actually which is learn about the world and when i say learn about the world learn everything including all the bad stuff or the stuff that you don't like okay so uh, i'll come to my script now which is uh, going to begin as i said nerdily with george orwell george orwell, orwell uh, is one of those legendary writers who has been proven right so many times already uh, with his dystopian fiction and stuff like that and uh, he wrote that he wrote essays essentially mm-hmm. and uh, his essays had these points about writing and he broadly classified writing into four genres okay and this is where i'll refer to the notes so i don't make a mistake the first is sheer egoism which is when you are trying to seem like a visionary you know like uh, gary vaynerchuk that is uh, i mean <laughs> associating the word ego to his name is sort of controversial but that is what his brand is he is yeah a visionary who gives out visionary advice okay so that yeah. is one form of writing or content creation second is uh, aesthetic enthusiasm where you are attempt- attempting to be artsy so i think you could give an example of that because you have better artsy knowledge yourself who do you think could be an artsy writer mitch album ah. his style of writing is modern fairy tales meet mundane situations ah that's so fascinating and he has this book it's called five people you meet in heaven it's mm-hmm. essentially a man who dies at 80 i believe near a you know pinwheel what what are those called uh, giant wheels or what are they called uh, you have those in amusement parks ferris wheels ferris wheels he legit dies operating a ferris wheel and on his way to heaven he meets five people and he realizes that he has actually died saving a young girl's life and the cycle sort of continues like someone plays that part in your life 
you play that part in someone else's life okay when absolutely for sure uh, yeah then uh, so when we talk about aesthetic enthusiasm it's about creating something artistic so you know all these amazing writers who mm-hmm. deal with all these different genres and i think this is one era which is dominated by fiction writers writers yes. who create fiction they are and rupi kaur under this class this category rupi kaur okay please don't classify her in this category essentially broken world i was shell shock did you see my face because i thought you were putting the thing there and i was like what happened who am no. i friends with no <laughs> no finding two three words that just make sense together it it does not work like that you have so much of free space and even i think lang liao falls in the same category and these books they may contain art they may or may not contain illustrations but we are essentially creating a mole out of your you uh, a mountain out of a mole hill essentially yeah. yeah yeah you are yeah true i i again couldn't disagree even if i want to uh, <laughs> anyway then uh, that is your aesthetic enthusiasm where you are trying to create content that is artsy that makes people you know do that bookstagram thing cuddle up into a cozy corner yes maza aa gaya read book yes that that way there that feel uh then we have historical impulse now this is the type of writing that i try to do which is seeking truth you try to look for an answer so this is your introspective fiction non fiction blog hmm. pieces which are opinion pieces or review pieces stuff like even that. up to a certain extent retrospective pieces content content would also fall in this uh, category definitely yes retrospective pieces as well so this yes. is that is uh, historical impulse and then lastly according to orwell there is political purpose political purpose is when you are pushing forth actively pushing forth an idea as in you are using persuasive writing style or writing rhetoric where mm. you are trying to convince your reader that you know this is the thing this is the mm. thing or you have to do this or which is, is non fiction which is where non fiction has ended up mark manson james oh clear all of these popular writers are at that stage they are pushing this agenda like yeah. the subtle art of not giving a fuck i am not going to even try so yeah. oh my god that's one of the worst book in the self help genres that exists and everyone loves that book because it has fuck on the cover which is unbelievable how <laughs> where we have reached as a society but and yeah, also uh, another reason it 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 just follows on that track itself because it mentions bukowski bukowski's work essentially you know it 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 is it is on that verge of uh, collapse right alcohol addiction everything it's it's in seven years have you read his book on writing this is what he he tells the story of his life it's tragic yes. it really is tragic and then he 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 draws from that and creates the kind of work that scares the living daylight out of you right and yeah. does it so well 
so that 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 is what historical uh, sorry that is what uh, political purpose, not mm-hmm. Stephen King but political purpose writing is which is they are trying to convince you of something they are not giving you ideas they are trying to convince you that their idea is the right idea so yeah and one very good piece of introspective and retrospective writing would be yuva uh, yuva harari yuva yuva nova harari harari yes he does it pretty well even trevor noah does it pretty well i haven't heard of is how to explain the scenes uh, on of this tv show has some of the best non scripted uh, video content i've seen from uh, uh, game uh, no from these uh, interview host type people hmm. uh, and the book itself it this book has some great points born a crime uh, yeah to think that somebody this young has come hmm. up with insights original insights of this sort and drawn from their t- technically tragic life so this is this is where i'll make another point which is i think writing mm-hmm. is autobiographical whether we like yeah. to admit it or not we superimpose who we are as people and our journey as a person so that is uh, that 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 would be a segue into my next point which is learn about the freaking world right don't have as a chota sa corner and uh, this advice probably sounds hypocritical coming from me who is sitting in my house and someone doesn't travel a lot but the world has become this amazingly accessible place online you can yes. find everybody anywhere these days yeah okay so many platforms so many mediums of communication so many mm-hmm. methods so you can't even make that excuse that uh, i am shy and stuff like that no uh, mm-hmm. if you want to learn about the world you can just go to all these different platforms and just you know start talking to people and once yeah. once you do that you start having experiences once you start having experiences in your work you can draw from those experiences so i'm i'm not even kidding for the piece i did on kashmir and for the piece i did on hong kong i had sources who were stuck in those places during these awful times and when you talk to them you you literally feel the cha- the the kind of chasm between what is being reported and what was actually happening on the ground so you don't necessarily have to go to these places to know the world but yeah. you have to know the world if you are planning to write on these topics right and there is someone always out there on the internet who has stories to tell but cannot yeah yeah exactly exactly so moving moving uh, to my next point which is have an ability to think uh, uh, have an ability to think you know think critically that is that is the key point so don't always externalize things you know kind of thoda internalize also so i think this is uh, something that social media has brought out in people which is we lump everything in terms of blame on other people we don't mm-hmm. take accountability for our own failings or for things that we lack as people so yeah. having self worth is okay you have to have self worth but mm-hmm. every time if you are blaming somebody else if you are looking out and saying they give me bad advice because blah 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 or they criticized my work because blah 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 or the client rejected my work because blah 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 and blame them that is not going to work out for you in the long yeah. run 
because you are you completely eliminating improvement aspect of things from your professional life and uh, yeah you hear the uh, criticism that is being offered to you then you can decide whether it's destructive or constructive yeah. you cannot judge based on what you you know just because your ego is hurt and having an ego in the first place during the initial years is what is going to kill your creativity and kill your instincts altogether yeah yeah couldn't couldn't uh, say no to that so the arts writing is part of the arts the arts is one field that is widely left to interpretation because uh, unlike science i mean these days people have opinions about science and that is something that i hate but we'll talk about that some other day but science gives you definitive answers you know it will tell you yes yeah no and no is also an answer ki ye nahi ho sakta you know so yeah. science will give you answers but the arts writing it doesn't give you answers it gives you thought fodder ki yeah aisa bhi ho sakta hai or this is the thing what is my thing Uh, or my contribution to this and stuff like that so think critically and thoda sa think intrinsically like don't just project everything out on other people and don't just blame everyone around you because that is going to hurt you and you alone like you're the only person who's going to get hurt by that you will remove chances of improvement and everything so there's that then please do not rewrite uh, if you rewrite content what you are essentially doing is you are making your content uh, unsafe for the future because algorithms are becoming smarter with every single day there is going to be a point in time i cannot tell you how i know this but i do based on a company i work with they they, they know okay they they can pick out how many articles the rewritten article has been sourced out of and at some point that is going to become a product and that is going to be sold and clients are going to purchase that and then your reputation will be shot to hell so make your content future proof as uh, i heard on i think ruthi ruthi burns a content creator i got in contact with via linkedin she mentioned this on her defy the status quo podcast i think that make your content future proof uh, yeah. she was talking about seo i am talking about content as well because if you create yeah. original content as sudeshna mentioned it will always be there to answer someone's question okay it's going to be the original piece of information that is going to inspire other people yeah it is it is sorry for interrupting interrupting you are no yeah. no please go ahead this is how we talk to each so, other literally so, yeah this this originality is a part of your you know your experience whoever says that experience based content is dead clearly does not understand how machine learning works yeah. algorithms don't necessarily change change but it's a machine it's it's uh, it's acting based on you know various parameters and the more by the second that you spend on the internet you are giving it more and more data and when you get that amount of data you will imp- keep improving yourself this is not something that is controlled by one human or a set of humans this is the machine that is evolving itself 
so please do keep that in mind and then frame your perspectives and approaches accordingly yeah exactly so write don't rewrite okay that was the point then there is research sources and viewpoints you can't just have sources you can't just have viewpoints it has to be a mixture of both if you want your work to truly be universal and truly be a piece of information that adds value always and uh, as i said learn about the world and yeah. lastly not lastly but lastly in this point uh, use your brain so we've already talked about that so won't really expand on that uh, then the third part uh, this is where you'll have a lot to say i'm sure which is uh, create a diverse community i think we have touched on this yeah yes diverse community interact with graphic designers interact with consultants you know there is this huge rift copywriters versus designers it's not versus anyone you are working collectively towards one end goal they both need to complement each other don't fight on it don't make a fuss about it the only thing you'd be prioritizing is your ego and an ego for an artist it's yeah. it's not a good thing that's the death nail literally the death nail exactly. like yeah and interact with everyone talk to seo specialists ask them questions like why this keyword and why not that keyword ask yeah. questions to digital marketers why are you going for this particular channel and not that particular channel for distribution of your content ask ceos what is your vision why do you want me to do this for you ask hrs why what made my um, you know profile stand out to you asking questions is not a problem but asking yeah. them politely asking them at the appropriate time it it makes so much sense like i legit ask people who follow me on instagram or on linkedin some of them i end up asking them you know how did you find my profile in the first place and they tell me that you know you showed up here or i read this particular post and you know that's how i learn that this is what is working with my audience and this is what i need to work on mm-hmm. and that is the importance of a diverse community yeah so yay on diverse communities and no on engagement pods i agree i don't agree ye dhanda band kar do open to connect please that, that doesn't matter see as as we mentioned previously follower counts likes linkedin doesn't have an influencer program you won't get paid for having likes and comments so why yep. bother why waste time and resources into that instead create or create communities that matter to you so with with the pictember challenge that randomly began based on some random post i did uh, it was a bunch of non fiction writers who wanted to try their hand at fiction writing these are yeah. these are people most of them i think there are 36 people in the group and only 17 wow. are in my network so all the others exactly yeah. so create a community that works for you and not always a community that agrees with you because if you find people who are going i agree i agree i agree i agree you will create yeah. a bubble 
and bubbles are not good bubbles are not good at all because what bubbles do is they prevent you from thinking more if someone confronts you someone confronts your thought process you go mm -hmm. why did this person say this and then you think more and then you either realize yeah. oh i was wrong or you further have proved that your thought process had merit mm -hmm. and you get the yeah. clarity on whatever you thought in the first place so create diverse communities instead of engagement pods okay again clarity is something that you would not have in the first place when you are starting out you would have no clarity i am sure when binati started out she didn't know you know how to go about things i didn't know how to go about things we figured it along the way you can always mold the how or the number of steps that you want to take and how you want to tailor the next milestone but what you cannot 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 actually you know stop thinking about is why am i doing this or what do i want to get out of this and always when it comes down to these engagement pods it's give and take but sometimes it becomes give 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 and give but what you actually want in real life is give 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 and rightfully ask for something yes so that could be a point right don't be afraid of asking people things yes and you know ask politely say you know say things nicely and they would be more than happy to help you out who wouldn't want to you know help someone improve their um, you know particular uh, like if you wanted a feedback like i remember going up to you several times dude read this this and this does not match up why does this not match up why do you think that and you've happily answered that for me uh, i remember i i have also reached out to anisha d for a number of these things like this is not sitting well with the vibe why do you think that's happening and but just don't go and say like give me your secrets tell me how to write don't give us a way no question going to answer that question for you ever because that question kind of implies that the skills a person has that is based on some secret and not hard work yes. and that pisses people off on the spot when you imply yeah. that their career is because they have some secret and not yeah. because they put in the hard work and the time and stuff like that yeah so yeah uh, moving uh, to the next point uh, communities are where you talk to people who critically appreciate your work and teach you already covered uh, cannot uh, stress enough diversity have diversity don't just talk to the same kind of people talk to people you disagree with actually you learn more from people you disagree with yeah and a uh, very quick example of that uh, i have a left leaning bias okay but i was hardcore left liberal uh, mm. way back when and that mm. changed when i took up a client who wanted me to write a particularly conservative book like a book that was based on some sort of a conservative conservative manifesto and uh, i had to pick up george wills conservative manifesto and go through the whole thing and when i when i read what the right represents in terms of ideas and thought processes i realized how stupid i was being as going blindly left yeah. i was hurting myself and i was preventing my own work 
from having that clarity having that roundabout perspective so mm. diversity talk to people you agree with talk to people you disagree with more that is where you yeah. know that is where you get the good stuff या तो नॉलेज मिलेगा या तो क्लैरिटी मिलेगी बोथ आर गुड सो या देन वी हैव लास्ट पॉइंट व्हिच इज ऑलरेडी मेड बट अर्न मनी डोंट फॉरगेट टू एक्सप्रेस योरसेल्फ एंड स्ट्राइक अ बैलेंस दैट्स इट आई एम डन माय नोट्स आर डन एंड द लास्ट वन वाज द बिग 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 द मोस्ट इंपॉर्टेंट वन आउट ऑफ देम ऑल if you forget where you come from where your roots lie if you forget where you started out and you don't look back once in a while like i have a legit folder of invoices that have never been cleared i tend to look back on those i i look back and tell myself this is where you came from this is how far you have come and if you quit now if you stop now there is no way you can go ahead and you know make something out of yourself you are actually disrespecting all the people who have come before this who have supported you and that's that's not a nice thing to do to anyone forget yourself i mean anyone yeah yeah i couldn't uh, couldn't again couldn't disagree even if i want to <laughs> but yeah fabulous fabulous so to the two people that are still on with us do you have any questions two people who are still on the line with us any questions this is such a such a funny thing to say but yeah keeping it real here yes i don't think we have questions so we were going to do this for an hour Oh, there's a lag. Hold on, hold on. There's a lag. Okay. So someone is typing. No, no. Uh, I opened LinkedIn, and you mm-hmm. are still speaking on LinkedIn even when you were not speaking here. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna wait till uh, the question gets broadcasted in the first place. Chunki says, "Nope." Nope. There's no question. Nope. Okay. so now we're gonna we were going to do this for an hour and we did it yep. in 1 hour 38 minutes i actually we we made it in 1 and a half hours 1 hour 45 40 45 minutes only because we stuck to the script had it been outside the script oh they would have been so good <laughs> you guys would have at some point literally gone <laughs> You know, like this. The what are they talking about? Like, how did they reach from here to here? Like, Remember Instagram? You and Anisha, the you guys were talking for like three hours. Yes, we did that. Three hours. We did. We were going to do one Instagram live, and it turned into three Instagram lives very quickly, where <laughs> we talked about all sorts of things, uh, particularly dealing with uh, thought processes and such. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, I think I think. that's amazing so yes. thank you guys for joining us on the live now there is nobody who's live with us according to the app so no there there's two that are live with us so i think i'll be ending the broadcast now yep we have uh, two two people 
that I have lined up already. We have Rashmi who's going to come in and do fiction writing with us. Uh, I mean, where I will just sit and go make for sikhao. Then uh, we're gonna have uh, Nada or Nada. I don't really know how to pronounce it because, as I said, the name is Egyptian. Uh, don't yeah. really speak Middle Eastern languages, so to speak. So first thing I'll I think is it would be Nadia. I think it's Nadia, right? N A D A. Just that. I I think it would be Nad. That doesn't sound right. I have no clue. So rather than being culturally, so please, when you have her on board, please ask her to pronounce her name so that we can refer to her correctly. Because yeah. I have a feeling we are going to quote her a lot. Oh my God! Yes, because literally, lady goes uh, to answer the question. Goes, let me think about it, and I'm like, this is after so many years. I find a person who says, let me think about it before answering a question. Yes. This is the mark of a great person, in general. Yeah. So we have these two people uh, queued in already. Uh, let's see mm -hmm. what happens next. So yeah, bye bye. See you guys soon in the next one. Thank you so much for coming. Bye. Hope you'll come again.